What is up, everybody? And before we get into this next episode, which I thoroughly enjoyed, um, I just want to say thank you for the continued support. And if you're listening on an iPhone, if you've got Apple Podcast uh, app open as we speak, please take literally five, six, seven seconds and scroll down and give us the five-star rating. It continues to elevate. It continues to push the podcast in front of a lot of other people who might not be aware of the podcast. So uh, all you have to do is go to the podcast page, literally scroll down. It takes five seconds. Give us the five stars, and uh, we will continue to elevate, and I really, really appreciate that. And with that said, episode 66 with the one and only Brogan Azriel. Uh, Brogan is a longtime friend, and she has found her passion through artwork and many different forms of art that she specializes in. Um, but really, it sounds like her specialty has become mural art. And uh, what I found fascinating about her story was she didn't realize what she was that she was even creative, that she was even artistic until she was 20 years old. Literally never realized she had this tremendous capability inside of her until she was 20. Literally never drew a picture until she was that age. And, and I think it was because, uh, as you'll hear, the influence of a certain teacher back in high school who told her that she was not artistic. So she kind of believed it and just decided to try to find other things to do. And uh, it wasn't working. And it's a tremendous story of following your heart to ultimately find your passion. And with that said, please enjoy this next hour-long, wide-ranging conversation with the one and only Brogan Azriel. The Optimal Life. This is The Optimal Life After Dark. Tonight's episode is like the optimal life after, well, I guess anything after five o'clock these days is, is kind of the same thing. It's like so. getting so dreary at like two. It's ridiculous. I can't with like not have, oh God, my voice is interesting to us. Everybody sound. says that. They're like, this is what my voice sounds like. I mean, I don't mind it. You have a sexy voice. Thank you. Yeah. Good. I'm glad I thought my voice yeah. Um. Yeah, like I can't deal with like not having sunlight. It's like. I don't remember getting it getting to me like this last year. You don't remember the winter? Because the winter started early for us this year. Yeah, like super early. And then I, I just got back from Mexico, so I was like totally feeling that, and then I get back to this. What was Mexico like? Oh, my God. I really was like so – that was probably one of the most incredible trips I took. Mm-hmm. I did it for 10 days, went there for specifically Day of the Dead. So it What's was, that, Day of the Dead? Uh, Dia Los Muertos. So, because um, they celebrate, it's not Halloween, it's like November um, 1st that they celebrate. Mm-hmm. And they really just, oh my God, do they go all out. It's it's really, it's so incredible. So I knew it would be like this huge celebration, but like really what, when we got there, seeing like how seriously they take it, and like it was, it was so beautiful and humbling that we were totally invited into like different families homes and we went to the cemetery because they go there um it's like midnight to like they'll party till like the sun rises they party at the cemetery yes that that's what was that's so what insane. it's all about yeah wow so we go with this family first we went to their home and made tamales and like uh gave out candy to all these kids there was literally like over 300 to 500 kids mm-hmm. and um after that, then we went to the cemetery with them to their mother's like gravesite. 
So they kept like talking about like it being like a big deal. And I knew that there would be like a ton of people there. It was nothing like I imagined. Like, holy shit. Like how many people are we talking? Thousands. Oh, no shit. Thousands of people. It was, okay, first of all, it was beautiful. I mean, I'm probably like the one of the few weird people out there that likes cemeteries. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, cool, I'll go to a cemetery after midnight. Uh-huh. Totally up my alley. Um, That's but, like a normal thing to do, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like Lakeview Cemetery, yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Jeez, stay away from me. <laughs> we should probably cut this off now. <laughs> like how many viewers do you have? Right. <laughs> uh, which I'll actually tell you something pretty cool about Lakeview in a second. Mm -hmm. It has to do with me. Um, but so we get there and we had like our flower crowns that, that they made for us. that were these beautiful flowers. And um, there was literally, I, I just could not believe the amount of people. And gathered around like Pacific you know, their loved ones' graves, candles, like, there was, like, mariachi bands, like, it was an actual celebration. For for people that had just died, or for, that had... People that had passed recently, people that had passed, like, years and years and years ago, but it was just remembering people that, you know, your family that was in your life, and whether, I mean, not even necessarily your family, like, for this family that we were with it was their mother mm -hmm. but yeah no not necessarily recent wow yeah and they do this what every year every year, every year. Mm -hmm. one night yeah well it's actually like a week-long celebration right but the cemetery part the cemetery is, is um yes yeah, so we went there on thursday which was november 1st and mm -hmm. then it goes on to friday which was november 2nd and what time did you guys go till i think we were there until and we had had, I mean, I mean, like we went hard, like the whole. When week. you say we went hard, like what are you doing? You don't need to tell us everything. Okay. <laughs> what are what are the legal things that you guys? Okay. Are doing? <laughs> All right. So yeah, let, let's start there. Yeah. So I got there on Friday. We started off in Mexico City, so mm -hmm. we were like in the shit, like we're in the city, um, which was amazing, and um, we ended up being in the parade. So you know. Um, Actually, the reason they have the parade is because of that James Bond movie. The uh, 007? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Like, So then they were like, oh, yeah, we should actually do that. Really? So then they have a parade. We ended up being in the parade because wow. we get there and, like, we're, like, obviously, like, different looking. We're a lot taller than everyone else. We also have, a <laughs> have like, our camera guy with us. So oh, we really? went with a crew. Okay. And so it was like, oh, who are those people, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then we... We're like, yeah, we're supposed to be in the parade. And we ended up, like, being in. We're walking around. People You're, like, were, like, waving to people. Waving. There get was, like, the before we even here. get, like, before we even, like, jumped on to the parade, um, there was, like, literally every five seconds, all of us, you would have really thought that we were, like, actually, <laughs> like, really, really important. You're, like, we're celebrities here today. Literally. Right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. It, was, it was hilarious. And they're like, all throwing awesome. shit at you, and they're going crazy. Like, going, they must be, they must be somebody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have yeah. a crew with us. We're, like, different looking. Yeah. Clearly not from there. And then we're, like, oh, yeah, we're late. We got to get in this parade. Like, so we cut through. Security lets us through. Yeah. And, like, we, oh, my God, it was amazing. No shit. Wow. wow. So that was, like, the first day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, and then, like, um... I did a few of our makeup for it, so like we went, like we were super, like all about. You guys were like, on your skulls. A game. You were oh on your A game. Oh my god! Oh yeah. You had so face painting, like the whole thing. 
Oh yeah, yeah I did like yeah. a sick skull. You used some yeah. of that some of that artistry uh, mural work. Yeah, you yeah. transferred it to the face. I and, used it. Yeah. That, that was my camera. Uh huh. Uh huh. So then that was like yeah that was the first day, and then the, I believe that was the first day. Probably my days confused. Um, that was the first day you could remember from. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so then um, we did a day of uh, really just like exploring the city. Hey, cheers! By the way, yeah, thank cheers. You. Enjoy, enjoy some of this. Yeah, is this mic gonna? Get no, in this mic. The mic's in the way. Get that <laughs> mic out of the way. Your drink. We're drinking a uh, little Chardonnay tonight. I brought Nate a bottle of wine and like fell out of my car. I tried ripping this price tag off. I only ripped like nine. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's pretty badass. She tried to rip off one the, the one side and, and she ripped off the second part of the of the price. Yeah. I got well, to see the first two good, digits. Yeah. It was a good bottle. The first two digits were ninety nine points. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was it was a nice bottle. It's a nice bottle. Anyways, sorry to interrupt you. What were you saying? No, you're fine. You so like we cut up the like since we went like so from the morning till like late at night because we would party at night we cut it up with like um with a couple days in Puerto Vallarta and we had uh, a house on the beach with a chef mm. just to relax and like breathe and whatnot and then we flew back to Mexico City whereas then we were with um I'm probably like forgetting a lot but um I'll probably I'll remember more as I once you keep going yeah, as as yeah. Keep going. but yeah like those were that's what definitely like stuck out the most so so you're there for the week right you said yeah. give or take yeah just yeah. about the thing with the with the cemetery what time you guys go until six in the morning i think we we cut it um we cut out early at 4 a.m. But, like, are you guys partying around the tombstones? Oh, How yeah. Is, this We're is just, dancing. Your da people are dancing on top of Literally tombstones. Literally, like, like sal salsa. Yeah. Like, salsa what, what would people do here in the United States if people were dancing on top of tombstones? What do you think? They think that that, that was an odd look. I think they'd probably, be in, probably get arrested, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Definitely. crazy. But it was, oh, my God. It, Nate, it was, like, such an experience. And I'm all about, like... I'm definitely more so, it's funny because I grew up in that, like, not, like, I grew up in another, I mean, I grew up in South Africa. Okay. And, um, you know, being, ex being exposed to different cultures is, it does more to, to you than you realize. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it totally expands your mind. But, um... I don't know. I just feel like it makes it makes you a bigger, a better person. You oh, see definitely the does. Bigger picture. Yeah. You get back and you're like, really? Like, why do I like the stuff? Why that do I, I stress about the stupid yes, shit? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, I I realize that too. I, I I'm a huge advocate of public school for that reason. Smaller. It's the same kind of thing. It's yeah. on a smaller scale. We both went to public school. We both did. Yeah. And uh, I'm a huge proponent of it because. For that it reason alone, for that's yes. it. That's it. Because it exposed me to people from all walks of life, uh -huh. all different backgrounds, all different cultures. Yeah. And I was comfortable going into the real world mm -hmm. with the ability to be friendly and know how to and connect to, to other people. And be engage with different people. Absolutely. And, and a lot of people that come from the private school setting or that are sheltered in their lifetime. Are ignorant of it or like maybe not... They don't. They, they, they don't know how to be themselves around uh -huh. people that they're not that they're not quote unquote familiar with. Right. I think it's a huge, huge thing that the public school system to me. I'm a huge proponent. Yeah. I trust me. I get it. 
you can send your kids to to private school. They can go that that streamline to the Harvards and to the Yales and Princetons and those kind of right. things. But it's okay, different... but what is that going to get you? Yeah, and that is a very few select people. Right, because like I was just I was thinking on the way over here, and I was thinking about like why I do what I do, and you can read about anything you want to read, but it is one hundred percent going to be different than once you're exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. You have to. It's like everything else. Mm-hmm. You could you could become a a, a, a doctor. But you have not a clue how to practice medicine. Okay, you exactly. passed. You passed your boards. You passed yeah, your exam. Yeah, great job. Do yeah. Test. Now what? Go, now go save that guy's life. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, what? Yeah. Exactly. It's all about practical. Once you're in it, then what are you going to do? Real, real life experiences. Mm-hmm. So back to what you're saying is, coming from that background, you're open yeah. to probably anything and everything to further diversify your 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 being. Oh yeah, I definitely, and I'm so thankful for my upbringing because of that and like I've always and I've always been the different one because all right so Nate knows this obviously you know this um but whoever's listening probably doesn't that the other three people yeah Yeah. okay mom dad (laughs) (laughs) love you um Uh, but I was born in South Africa like you know my father is from there um and my mom's the one that's from Cleveland he's Indian dot not feather Mm -hmm. And um, so being born there and then when I was two months, you know, moved back to Cleveland and then moved back to South Africa a few few years later, spent, you know, lived there for seven years and then came back over here and went to high school. Okay. And so being in South Africa when I, you know, moved back there with the second time and so I was the girl from America that spoke differently. And then coming here for high school, then I was the girl from South Africa. And I never looked like everyone else. Right. Like, you could tell I'm different. You can't tell what I am. I look different. 100%. You know what I mean? You could be, you've probably been called everything, right? Everything. Mexican, Spanish, Mm -hmm. Persian, Middle Eastern. Yeah, like I I, I literally get everything. Everything. Than than what I actually am. (laughs) I I believe that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like when I was in Mexico. I th- well, it's actually interesting because when I was in Mexico, they knew I wasn't Mexican. The <laughs> they- Mexicans knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else knew that. Right, Nobody but else. when I lived in Florida, because I lived in Florida for, uh-huh. for a few years, yeah. um, people would just start talking Spanish to me all the time, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? I don't know. Do you know how to speak anything else besides English? Yeah, I guess not. No? <laughs> I mean, like, lightweight when I was there. Like, yeah. I-, I do pick it up quick, like, pretty quickly. Um. I can't, I, so I wouldn't say that I can, you know, mm-hmm. it's my, uh, this next year. Is that? Um, I don't know which, but I haven't chosen language yet. I would probably be Spanish. I'd probably yeah. Get well, that, I think Spanish most. is the most, most mm-hmm. used language outside of the English. It's no, it's probably the, It is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just had this conversation with someone the other day. I said, what do you think is the best language to learn outside of English? Yeah. No, and they I had some different, Spanish. I would say it's Spanish too, mm-hmm. still. 100%. Still is, yeah. I remember when I was in high school, like, you know, you get to choose whatever language. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I want to do French. So, I took French, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. That was my first two years. Wee, wee, wee. My name was, did you have a French name? Mm-hmm. What was yours? Um, I think I had a few of them. <laughs> so my name changed every year. Mine was, uh, <laughs> mine was Fifi. Fifi. <laughs> Fifi. Do you love me? Yes. Da, 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 da. 
Is that not hilarious? That's pretty good. I was, like, I was uh, Gaston was my first name. Gaston. Yeah, like out of the, uh, what was that movie? Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Beast. Yeah. And then I was um, maybe Luke, L-U-C. <laughs> but L-U-C. And then I think I went back to Gaston again. Gaston yeah, good. That's the way. That's the, oh, when I we were in so. Mexico, one of one of uh, one of my friends, he was. So he had like the skull face, and then he was dressed as Gaston. Really? No, he was dressed as a beast, and I kept calling him Gaston. Oh, that's what happens when you do a little too much. Uh, whatever you're doing. Now I'm just realizing that I was calling him the wrong name. <laughs> Why the that's hell was awesome. I calling him Gaston? So wait, what? Tell me about Lakeside. You you. Let's go back to Lakeside uh, Cemetery here in Cleveland. Oh, oh yeah. Lakeview. Okay, yeah. so, or Lakeview. Yeah. So, um, in the, the very, be like, when I first started really, like, diving into my art, so I was, what, now, oh, gosh, I think I was, I want to say I was 21 when I started doing that, mm -hmm. um, and, well, it's when I realized I had the ability to draw. I had, I did not realize I could draw, because I, I wasn't, I never took an art class. I was told in high school that I, um, because I'm super analytical, uh -huh. and so, I, I remember there was actually a teacher that told me I probably don't have a creative bone in my body. No shit. Uh-huh. Wow. Is that not fucking nuts? That is pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Where did, where, how, who, who makes that person the, the authority figure on who's creative and who's not? And it was a teacher that I totally admired. And, like, yeah. at that point when she said that to me, okay, so we took, like, a, um, and then I'll get back to the light view thing. Mm -hmm. So we took in in class. We took like a are you left brain or right brain? Sure. Like a very basic. It was probably like I don't obviously remember how many questions, but it was like it could not be more basic. Yeah. And I think um, I think it's left. Is it left brain that's creative or right brain that's creative? I always mess um, it up. Whatever I say, I'm going to get it wrong. So I would assume the right brain's creative and left is not. Yeah, but I have I no idea. I actually think that you're. I actually think you're right. So let's okay. say it, for purposes of conversation, let's say that the right brain is the more creative one. Okay. So, um, she was like, for whatever I scored on the test, she, she was like, Brogan is the most left brain in this class. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. <laughs> and then like, she I guess was, I have no future in I art. I was like, all right. And well, it was help? actually at that point, I was actually, um, I I thought I was going to, because I was so analytical, I thought I was going to be like a scientist right. or a doctor. And, and you were how old at that point you said? Um, I think I was in 11th or 12th grade. So about 17. Yeah. Super yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. So very, you know, impressionable. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Which, which I like, never thought I was. So the fact that that like we never, we me, never think, we never think we are, and we look back, we we, right, are, we right. really all like were, I am. I'm always like I am not easily influenced. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look back, you're like, God oh, damn shit. <laughs> she's what's wrong with you, Brogan? <laughs> so then she was like, Yeah, like you're, and I was probably like, I mean. I mean, I'm still very mathematical and whatnot. Are you? In college, okay. I almost majored in microeconomics. So wow. fucking wow. So glad I did it, though. <laughs> um, I knew I didn't want to. But, um, yeah, so then she was like, yeah, like, you probably, like, can't draw. And I was like, oh, okay, probably can't. And then she was like, you're, you know, probably not good at creative writing. After that, I literally could not, like, for the life of me I couldn't I couldn't write any of my papers anymore it totally like totally buried me in that and I believed it and it be, just became like so I, whenever I'd have to write something I would be at the computer and I would just be like 
so frustrated. Oh my God. So frustrated. And like at that point while I'm sitting in, in front of the computer or trying to just like get out a couple of sentences, I wasn't thinking about like my whole life. I had no problem writing mm-hmm. anything else. And I look back and like, I always had had like a certain, I, I, my creativity, um, like it, it shined in other ways. And I had like notebooks and notebooks of stuff that I wrote when I was, when I was younger. And, but this just totally like, it clammed me up. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Because of that one teacher. Yeah, I don't know what it was. And I think it, I was already kind of going down the avenue because I thought I was going to get in the medical field. So I was like, okay, like, who cares if I'm not creative? I'm going to think I'm going to be a doctor anyway. But so, did you know that at the time that this person, when that, they said this to you, kind of sh- rattled you? Or no, no, you didn't realize I it? I didn't realize it. Oh, interesting. Mm-mm. And you're probably wondering, what happened to me? I'm like, why can't I do shit? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Like It, it was, was that intense. It, 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 was, it was so, like... I was at my like, wow, it was like my freshman crazy. year at John Carroll and I, I'm a pretty good writer, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And um I it was just I think it was just to start a paper, but I couldn't for the life of me write write anything. That I like, really When you say you couldn't write, like you couldn't all of a sudden. All of a sudden. You couldn't from that time in high school to like a couple years. And I would have to I would like literally call my dad in tears. And you'd say what? I, I, I need you, like, I, I, like, tell me what to write. Like, I cannot, I can't start this. And he'd say, what, what do you do mean this? you can't, right? He would say, because you've been writing your whole life. and what, Right, da, da, right, da, 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 da. and he would really sit there with me and, like, pull the words out. I, I, I'm very thankful for both of my parents because they're very, they really allowed me to, like, go on my, whatever I feel like I'm supposed to be doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been all about me expressing myself, and they're, like oh, that's what you feel like you should be doing. Well, they probably know better to think in my way, but <laughs> they're like, well, let's see. If we I'm push her, not, if we tell her no, she's, she's gonna, gonna go. Anyways. She's gonna go even further. So exactly. Let's, let's just back her up, and she'll kind of go and far, but like not too far. Try it, but she'll then, like, then she'll reel back. Literally, that's 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 actually entirely. I'm true. sure it's 100 percent accurate. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. So I and he would just he would sit there with me and like pull like pull like the words out out of me. And, um, I, but I also then at this point, like had no idea like what I wanted. So how did you figure this out? How did you look at that point? Yeah. So, okay. So I'm at John Carroll at this point Mm -hmm. and I had already kind of like started this battle, like within myself about like, what the fuck do I want to do? Like everyone, everyone was applying. Well, in high school, like they were like, yeah, I'm going to go study this. Yeah. I'm going to go study that. So then I get to John Carroll and which is, I mean. Pretty good school. Yeah, real good school. And um, I know I'm smart, but I'm like, what the fuck do I want to do? I can't just do something because I get an A in it. Yep. So then, but I got an A in economics. I was like, maybe I'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, right? And I like a challenge as Uh well. So it has to be challenging to me. But that can't be the reason, like, you go down that route. So, um, and but I knew that within, but at the same time, I was like, Everyone was like knew where where they were going, and I just didn't. Mm-hmm. And did another year there, or I think I did. And um, then I was just I talked to my parents, and I was like, I'm like gonna owe just a hell of a lot of money for like I don't know, but I don't know like what I'm doing. Yeah. And then um, 
they they were like, well, still like you should still go to school though. And then I ended up being like in a in a not good relationship, and they like wanted to get me away from it. So they kind of shipped me off to Tennessee for a minute. Really? <laughs> and, yeah. And I went out to school um, at Lee University in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. This was like my last semester of, I don't know if this would have been my third year of school or whatever. Um, but they sent me to actually the university that they met at. And um, I went over there and I was, you know, trying to do my thing or trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And it just was like, I. I'm just like taking classes and wasting time. Like I want to just work, and I don't know. Like I have no college is oh college is a God. pit. College is a pit. It's, I'm telling you, it is. Oh my God, it's scary. I, not for everybody, but for seven out of ten people. Yeah, and if you don't least. know what you, and especially with me, like I couldn't just like pick something and do just do it to and see it out for like and me not being passionate about it or me not know where it was going. Like yeah. it was it it was like. I couldn't bring myself to do it. But how did you figure out that that teacher, yeah. Oh, so then, um, fast forward, I moved back home from Tennessee, I was only there a few months, and um, I was living with a friend of mine from high school, and her and I had an apartment in Willoughby. And we were decorating the place, or trying to. And when I was looking for artwork, I didn't like any of the stuff that I was seeing. Mm And I had, I was on some website and I saw something that, um, that like we could make and I think it had to do with calligraphy or something. And I had asked her to like print out like a, you know, the A or the B, like um, in that font or however I wanted it. And she, um, she ended up not printing it out and like to get me to shut up, she was just like, just like freehand it broken, you just do it. <laughs> and um, I did it perfectly. And and that's kind of like the beginning to my. You, you know, freehanded the calligraphy to perfection. To perfection, and I was like. Oh, you never had done that before. Never, I never even tried to. Uh huh. And, and you're about twenty one at this point. I think I was twenty. Okay. Yeah, I was twenty, and um, I was blown away. And throughout, throughout that, like throughout that, me starting to actually draw. And really, like, and, and it, it just ignited something in me. Like, once I then, then I did the glitter, like, the these, like, perfect letters, which probably would be, like, cool letters. Um, but it's really, <laughs> like, it's really something. And then the, actually, the very next day, I was looking at something, and I saw a drawing of a face, and it reminded me of, for whatever reason, like, what, like, the letters I had drawn the night before, for whatever reason, like, the motion or whatever the line was. So then that that very next night after I, I did the letters, um, I drew a face. Okay. And I was like, not fucking bad. <laughs> really? And this is the first time it, ever. First time ever. And it was like a fire. And I like I literally felt alive. For and the I, first time for probably the first, ever. Oh my god. Because I had been like, what the fuck am I gonna do? I just want to get excited about something and I cannot find anything that I'm excited about. Wow. Uh-huh. No shit. And then after me then starting to draw, I was like, that bitch told me I didn't wasn't creative. And here I am. Wow. Yeah. And wow. it is the only I mean, like, I get, there's a lot of things that interest me, yeah. obviously, but there's, but being passionate is different. How old are you now? 
right now? Yeah. 28. So eight years ago. Eight years approximately, ago. Approximately. That's when it really started for you. Yeah. That's when I knew, all right, this is what I have to do. And then, but so the, when that, when you got those feelings, then you were able to say, wait a second, you were, the first thing that you remembered was that teacher back in junior school. It junior, probably, like, it was probably very shortly after. Quickly. Then when it, very like, quickly. That piece of, that bitch. Uh-huh. Because literally, <laughs> that, that's something that would... Because I'm all about, like, all, I was just like, I just have to do something that's significant with mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. Or that you're passionate that about. That I'm passionate about. Like, I can, I will just, I knew I could not live just going with the flow or, like, just, like, I knew I just couldn't accept, like, a, a mundane, like, routine, mm-hmm. boring, like, no yeah. offense to anyone that, that does that. It works for them. But I I knew I, I would die in early death doing that and I, god bless you for knowing that yeah and I, that was like probably the only thing i knew and then i was like okay but the, what the fuck am i supposed to do because i can't for the life of me i don't know what it is and yeah so it was very shortly after that so it was, was it like, was as simple as you literally drawing your first sketch your first words in calligraphy your first facial sketch literally like but, it did the letters one night the very next night i drew a face and you felt something you never felt never wow. ever ever that is incredible and i was like this is what i, I immediately knew this is what i'm supposed to do immediately wow mm-hmm. that is amazing immediately so how does that tie into lakeview cemetery so with <laughs> back like, to that the- back to that for the third time so this is actually um, probably something that I will forever be so, 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 so grateful for. So I think I was 21 at this point, and uh, a friend of mine passed away. Mm. And when she was in the hospital, I um, I drew something for her, wanting to give it to her when she woke up. And she didn't. She passed away, you know, a few days later. And... Um, I had drawn this for her, and but then I, you know, I gave it to her, her sister. I gave it to her family, and they loved it so much they put it on her tombstone, and she's buried in Lakeview. Oh, uh, I got it now. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So like that is like, other than like the murals that are, I mean, it totally ignite me. Um, which I am, I'm, I'm told like that piece. I just. That that just that drawing that was just a gift yeah. for someone. Yeah. I never thought I, I was so humbled. I remember I, I was living in Florida, and her sister had called me and was like, "Hey, we're gonna have to ask you a question. Um, you know, my parents like love this picture. Is it okay with you if we put it on her stone?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me? You do whatever you want with it." Yeah. That, mm-hmm. How humbling. How what an honor. Oh my god. What an honor that is. Yeah. Jeez, of all the things to put on there. I know. And, and I didn't, and even at that point, like, well, I had, prior to, her, you know, her passing away, like, I'd always loved Lakeview Cemetery. Always. Which is probably really weird. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me take another time. We have another step here. <laughs> but, okay. like, have you ever been there? No, never. Shit, are you serious? Yes, and I'm not going with you to party on the tombstones, okay? We won't go okay? after dark. I, I'll take you <laughs> during the dark. daylight. <laughs> I'm not entirely a vampire. What do you typically, like, why did you love it before that? What do you oh love about God, it? So it's just beautiful. serene. And... It's like, okay, there's actually, there's a lot of history there. <laughs> <laughs> and dead bodies. Wow. No, so, 
Hey, anyone listening tonight, if this podcast gets published, you know where to find me. If you can't find me, you know who's the culprit. Oh, my God. And where I'm buried at. Jesus. (laughs) No, but they have, like, um, there's this chapel there. Actually, when I was younger, um, (laughs) this is so stupid. Um, So I don't envision myself having, like, a traditional wedding or anything like that. But when I was younger, I was like, the chapel is... People are now figuring out why I wanted to bring you on the podcast. They're like, this fucking girl. Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, we can go for hours talking about this. So, you're like, hey, get back to Lakeview. Get back yeah, to Lakeview. Yeah, I'm like, how do we get back to Lakeview? So, anyways, how does that tie into Lakeview? Yeah. Uh, so, but there was this chapel there. It's, like, not many people. It's probably very, it's smaller than this room, probably. Mm-hmm. But all the glass in there, it's Tiffany's glass. So fucking beautiful, mm-hmm. and there's just like everything from like that. That whole chapel is is amazing. I forget what the chapel is actually called though. But then, like I believe, like Garfield's buried there. Really? Wow. Um, the Wright brothers are buried. Are there. they really? Yeah, yeah. Look at him. No, see, I learn something every time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Every time I bring somebody on, <laughs> I, I yeah. learn. I'm telling you, I learn a lot. I learn a lot. Yeah, it's amazing. So this family, you're 21 years old, and this family who lost their daughter says, I want to use your picture painting to, yeah. to, to put on a tombstone. Mm-hmm. Is that when you're like starting to think to yourself, like this is like, when do you start knowing like, this is truly what I can do for the rest of my life? Like, when does that happen? It doesn't happen that first day where you feel alive. When you, I knew the- that that was the, ab- so that, that very first, like, it, like feeling within me, I knew that that was what I was supposed to do. So at that point of me then living in Florida, I think that I was, what, Keep going. I think I was maybe like, um, 20, oh God, 22, did I move there 22 or 23? I don't know. But, um, so prior to me moving and prior to, you know, her passing, like I knew that is what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Actually the following year after I like realized I could draw, I had two of my pieces auctioned off at, um, the New York. Um, at New York Museum on Fifth Avenue. Wow. Yeah. I invited Ryan and, Re- and uh, Rena, actually. Really? Yeah. When they were living in New York? Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. And, like, that was that was the very next year. So this was this was happening quick. I very mean. quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, um, yeah, like, I did, but I wasn't also, I did, you know, very cool pieces for it. But at the same time, even though I knew that's what I was supposed to be doing, I, you know, especially like looking back now, um, I wasn't, because I wasn't, I didn't know what kind of artist I was still. You know, I was still exploring that. I mean, I still probably don't know what kind of artist I am. I mean, like, still, like, it's all about, like, the exploration of what, you know, I'm capable of and, like, Mm -hmm. just totally reaching that um, and going beyond that. Um, So I didn't, you know, back then... I wasn't even sure because they were like, okay, where does your art come from? And I'm like, hell if I know. I found out a year <laughs> ago. <laughs> and I like make up some like bullshit yeah. answer, you know what I mean, which you have to mm-hmm. in the art book. Um, but I just, I knew that that was the avenue I had to go. I wasn't entirely ready for it, but I just knew that I was supposed like, to go. You knew that there was no other choice uh-huh. at this point. 100%. 100% I mean, it conviction. took me a few years because I was like, I know I'm supposed to draw, but I still now I just don't know what avenue I'm supposed right. to take. Now, how do I rectify this? Uh-huh. How do I? 
hone in. Right. How do I, like, am I supposed to, like, be an illustrator? Am I supposed to, like, just, like, paint on, you know, canvases? Like, what what is actually going to do for me? You know what I mean? Like, what's your specialty? What's your narrow focus? Right? You're thinking to yourself, where am I going to specialize? Right, yeah. How am I I didn't know, really. Where's my niche? Until, like, the, you know, just past, like, year and a half is really where I've, like finally you know like once once I've started murals once I painted my first wall I was like ah this is where it's at when was that um so a friend of mine a fellow artist Isaac Stout I said rectify before I meant refine anyways go ahead oh yeah I knew that I know (laughs) so he (laughs) brought me he um he's an artist as well um and he's incredible and I um he was doing a wall and he brought me onto it. And it was such an experience. It, I knew it was going to be so cool to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so grueling and so, like, I mean, we paint, we would paint for 15 hours. And it was, like, oh, through the night we would go. And there was, like, if your arm's tired, it does not matter. You keep going and you still make sure it's perfect. And after, like... The whole process was like so fulfilling and I like was totally eating it up but when we finished that wall I, I mean like I never felt a high like that how long did it how many days oh god um, or weeks I, well I went down to Atlanta for two weeks um the first week we um didn't really paint and then so really like that when I had gotten there about like one third of it was done it was 50 feet um long mm-hmm. and then 12 feet high wow so the, blank cabin blank yeah, canvas yeah yeah i mean they wanted so this is for w hotels okay and they wanted like a depiction of atlanta um so you have like um uh outcast big boy and andre uh, yep. you know and then um you did margaret mitchell who wrote gone with the wind and then you like now i'm trying to like, remember that whole design so then um there is like a few of like um like the mason jars. We have a peach in there. The peach took me probably about like six hours. Really? It's a big fucking peach. <laughs> <laughs> and then like piano keys. Oh yeah, and then um I think it was like uh A Town piece up, A Town yeah, piece up, A Town down, like so like um like it was like within like the hands. Right, like the deuces up and down. Yeah. Yeah. And then it went on to um Atlanta like for their history, it was like a big like train place. We did like the railroad, and then um, there's a building there that's pretty historic, Ponce de Leon, and then like the Coca Cola bottle. And so that was what a week long, like when you guys actually started to yeah yeah. And then when we were done, like listen to this. So like then like so, I think we were supposed to be leaving on a Saturday, and so then um, I think it was like a Thursday. No, no, no. We were supposed to. Yeah, no. So say we we're supposed to. No, no, no. So say we we're supposed to leave on a on a um on a Saturday. So then um Friday, Friday. Yeah. So we're supposed to leave on, on Saturday. Friday, Friday. We like think we finished, uh-huh. and we're like, all right, we just have to do like some touch ups tomorrow. Touch ups are always ten hours long. <laughs> really. So then after we finished, then on Saturday, painting like from the morning till like the evening. And we drove home 12 hours. Oh, my God. From Atlanta back to Cleveland. 
But you were but probably on such it. a high. Like, I loved you it. Sleep. I didn't mind. You couldn't sleep. I was like, this is the life. You couldn't. He's so enticing. So energized. Oh, my God. Like, like, yeah, like that passion road. that you feel, like that's what every human being is probably striving for, even if they don't know it, or should strive yeah, for if so, they don't know it. I, oh, my God. That I'm is so such a gift. That is it. such a gift that you have. You oh, my God. That? Like this. And, oh, I just, it's like a drop. I know. I could see it in you. Yeah. I mean, that is a huge thing. Like, you have completely found your calling. There's yeah. not even a There's not even a question. Not even a question. Not, Do you feel like every are. human being has a certain calling and to, to, that, that I do. For, for each person? I think that everyone is put on the earth. Like I, I think that everyone has a purpose. Whether or not it's obviously, like, I mean, obviously everyone's purpose is going to be completely different, but whether it's, I think it'll, it's at different magnitudes, um, but which doesn't um, diminish like the importance of it though. So, I mean, whether or not it's like something you're f supposed to fulfill or like just maybe the impact of, of um, or, you know, whether or not you're, like, how you impact someone else's life, because then, you know, mm -hmm. I think that, but I think that everyone has something that they're supposed There's to. There's something. There's something. There's something yeah, there has person. to be, because what's the point? Right? Then? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but but I mean, 90, like, 99% of people never touch it, never tap into it, at I least to the level, at least to the level that I see that you have. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to find for everybody. I don't have, like, there's nothing that I fear, which, um. Uh, scares my parents. I really like have no fear. And no fear, like no you you know you're not scared that you could ever get murdered, raped, killed, nothing like so that. So when I was younger, this is probably like why my parents like have this. So when I was living in South Africa, um, on three different occasions, I was almost taken, and obviously that scared the shit out of them. But like, if but I wasn't. They it you know, all three times were foiled and, um, I wasn't. And thankfully, I don't know how that would affect me like later, how that, well, it, it, I'm still, I'm totally fine now. I'm not saying like how that will eventually affect me. I'm saying like, if that happened to me later in my life, right. I'm not sure if it would have like, so you're talking about like, this was actually, it was in process of you being taken, like kidnapped. Yeah. 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 Like, the, um, on two different occasions, like they had their hands on me. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So since then, you think that since that didn't happen, there's something that inside you that makes you feel like like you're not scared of that kind of stuff. I, I think probably before then, my parents were like, "Right, we're gonna have to watch her, watch that one." <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I still like I will. I'll talk to anyone. I'll, I'll, I really like. I'll do anything. Um. I'll obviously be cautious. I'm not naive, right, you know, right, right, which I, which is why another reason I'm thankful I brought up the way I am, the way I was, because like I, I'm not if I'm if I have a bad feeling about that alleyway, I'm not gonna go walk right, down right, that alleyway, right, you know. Right. It's not you're, like that. you're you're aware of your surroundings. Oh, so. very aware. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're saying when you say you're not scared or you don't fear anything. Yeah. You don't fear dying. You don't fear being kidnapped or. No. No. Interesting. Actually, someone asked me if, like, what's one thing you're scared of? And I could not for life me answer it. Yeah, see, for me, I, I feared, I, my biggest fear is dying. Really? Yeah. But you know what? I didn't have that fear before I had kids. Oh. But when you have kids. Changes. Oh, my God. 
it's like because yeah, you can't it. imagine your kids living on this earth without you taking care of them right like how are they going to survive because yeah, and... then that's especially something even though yes death is out of your control but then there's like other lives that are out of your control if you, especially if you yeah like that once you have kids at least for me yeah like I used to never be scared of anything right I became scared of everything <laughs> like almost to the flip like once I had kids I have to ask yeah. you this because I, I can't remember which of your episodes I was listening to but I think you were talking about um, traveling. Mm -hmm. You just said something about you were being in Dubai and being in a mall and you yeah. not being comfortable. That and was, that's a surprise. I think that was uh, Ryan, Ryan Florio, I think. Did you listen to that? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that surprised me about you, though. Yeah, because you just... Uh, and, and again, maybe I would have never felt that way uh, 10 years ago, walking through that mall. I mean, you've traveled, obviously. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I travel quite a bit, and I'm not scared being in, in these different places throughout the world. There was something about the mall that day. We were the only ones. We looked very different. Uh -huh. We're in a foreign land. We're in Middle East where there are radicalists. There's extremists. Mm -hmm. You don't know who 100%. you're walking amongst. And if somebody sees you, you're just a, you're just a sitting duck, basically. Yeah. So, Did you just have that feeling in that particular situation, or like? Yes, it was like, only in the mall. Okay, so then maybe you were actually picking up on something. I could have been. Yeah. Because my my father and I were both traveling, and we're both like, let's get back to the hotel. Oh, you both said that. Uh, yeah, and, and we love Dubai. Yeah. I mean, Abu Dhabi and Dubai are two of the most beautiful places I've ever been to in the world. So outside of that mall, I could have stayed there for the next six months there was something about that mall the way people were looking at you, you you just it just felt funny and we're like we should probably get going and we both felt the same way okay yeah so okay so because the I... rest of that country is ridiculously amazing i mean everything about right. about what we experienced was amazing right. you would think that you were in las vegas or pick a major city in the united states you would never know i mean it was just beautiful grandiose upscale ton of money lavish things to do right love the culture you're surrounded by all these people but when you're out in that public mall setting and it's kind of like a, just a wide open place of who knows who you're exposed to yeah it, there was something that felt different in the mall maybe we maybe it was maybe it was just a I, weird I'm energy now that I I'm not because I was like there's it's an interesting no take. way yeah. that he just saw like now that you're saying that it was only that situation, I, I bet you were picking up on something. I yeah, maybe. Just, maybe. Yeah, and especially you both felt that way. We both did. We're like, like oh, yeah, let's get back to the yeah, top. Yeah, want to go back. <laughs> yeah. No, there was I something going too. on there. There was definitely something going on. And I feel like I've definitely, like, with having no fear, like, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm very, um, oh, still aware of my surroundings. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like, I feel like I'm pretty, that I pick up on things pretty quickly and, um. Yeah, that would be, and you have to listen to it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, you really do. do have to listen to and it. And it could be the slightest thing, like, I feel a little bit off right now. Like, you yeah. don't really know why, like, just go with it. Yeah. Go with it. If you're in a situation, especially that's uncomfortable, you're not exactly sure what's going on, and you feel a little funny, just err on the side of caution. Yeah. Err on the side, like, I, I'm I'm in a bad situation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I, that, that, that's the thing. For me, it was just... All this stuff after having kids, my biggest fear is, is not being here for them. Yeah, I can see how that would be. I mean, 
it's it, it, if you don't like uh, if you don't keep it at check I mean it could it can cr become a crippling fear at times I mean it could become so intense I and, believe that. you know and the anxiety and the dreams and like you're worried and it could become like really intense at times like even just getting on an airplane could become like a huge thing oh my yeah it's it's crazy it's crazy oh my god and I never felt this way before kids but now it's like what if I'm not here you think think about like you have these human beings that love you that depend on you they just you're the whole world and like god forbid you're one of these people that end up in a airplane accident or a car yeah. crash and when you get up and you're taken off on an airplane and you're like going up and you're going okay god get me back down safe because I can't imagine my kids living the next 60 years with without me, like, with something right, bad. Right, right. This is the type of shit we, I think, at least for me, at least like for me. For, I, I don't I, know about everybody no, else. No, and but. then I could see, like, or especially while you're going down that rabbit hole, then being like, when that was my decision to take the flight, and then now it's my Well, no, the, and, then I, and then I'm thinking, like, okay, how are they going to do this without me, or, you know, school... And then friends, and then and you have, their, you have to, ma, their mom, and right. the family, and my fr like, like they're gonna have weddings. I, you start going down the rabbit hole. I mean, you want to start going down the rabbit hole. I you start, go down the rabbit. You start hole, going so down. Imagine. You start going down. I start going down. Like, like, like where are they gonna? Be? Oh, it's so, it's so scary. So I just go. I, 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 I like shake it off. I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, fuck well, it. Well, you have to. Fuck it. I'm like, where the hell am I going? Like, well, like, I'm, I'm like, oh, hey, hey, uh, stewardess. I'm, I'm ordering drinks. Yeah. Give me, a, give me a hey, some Xanax. You got some Xanax on this fucking plane or what? <laughs> some Jesus. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. It's pretty crazy. So I get. Well, that I understand. Yeah. But that was that's what I, I definitely that was something I wanted to ask you about because I was like no fucking way is he's like terrified <laughs> of going know. places no way no because I love I love the culture again back right. to what we talked about at the beginning I love new experiences I love, love new cultures I love yeah. going to wherever it's been whether yeah. it's been India or Which I the Middle been East to India yeah. India is a crazy <gasps> place I know my father has told so, like yeah it's been India to New York City just driving. Okay, New York City is like driving through the suburbs of Hunting wow. Hunting Valley, Ohio. Oh, compared, compared to India, like literally, like they don't have a left or a right. It's just like I'm, hey, I'm hope telling you. Make you it. I'll make, I've like, said this. I've talked about this on this podcast before too. You go to India, <laughs> there is nothing. I might have talked about it with Ryan Florio too. I don't remember who we talked about it with, but uh, it's it's insane. It is absolutely you, I insane. I think I did because we were talking about different cultures and. Shit. Now, you must you brought Florio right back to me here. Look at we're going Twice. we're, we're going right back to what it. What am I promoting? Good tea or something? <laughs> uh, Shout out to Ryan. But yeah, I mean India is a cool place. The Middle East, up and down the Middle East, all these different countries. Yeah. Uh, Europe. I mean, I love going to every. I love going everywhere. But yeah. there was just something about that one particular instance. Yeah. But I have heard that about the India driving. Oh my god! Like every man for himself. Well, when Literally. I was in Mexico, it was there was like a few instances that there was like, what the fuck is going on? But again, like I knew that that was like it's nothing compared. Now, to were India. you? Did you feel safe in Mexico? Yeah, you did. There wasn't one second that I didn't. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I was with like five guys, which probably helped. Um, but I um, those weren't the guys that started the burger chain, was it? Five Guys Burger. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Anyways, go ahead. I was like, no. Why did you hear that? <laughs> Stupid. 
Anyways, oh go ahead. <laughs> you guys, are, you guys are eating well that week. I know that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't realize you were with such a funny person. You are, you are so funny. Exactly. <laughs> Open up the wine. Seriously. <laughs> I told you to bring the bottle down. That yeah, that was smart. Um, so okay, so there's nothing you fear. Okay, I get it. I get it at this point in your life. I, yeah, I, totally get I mean, it. I'm still, I'm, I'm not dumb. I'm not like gonna, you know, I'm not dumb. Right. You're, you're, you're yeah. aware of your surroundings, but when it comes to just, there's nothing that yeah, really like, scares you. Yeah, like there were so many people that were like, oh my god, you're right in Mexico. You're like, yeah, you what's know? wrong with you? They're like, there's cartels. I'm always like, all right, go to down the road. You will find something that you are not comfortable with. Exactly. That could happen anywhere. Look at mm -hmm. Chicago. God, Does yes. everyone go, hey, you're going to Chicago for the week? Holy shit. Oh, look at, you know. I, it was like yeah. amazing to me how many people were like, why would you go to Mexico? Why the fuck wouldn't I go to Mexico? Uh, obvious, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> who cares? Right. And um, it was kind of, I, I understood, listen, I, for the people that know me and, um, you know, my family and, and friends that were like, please be careful. I, I totally am like thankful for that. But then there was like kind of like, all right, chill. I will be fucking fine. Like with with some other people. Like yeah, yeah. I'm just like, dude. I, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, all these experiences, all this that diversity, the culture, your background, your free spirit. Yeah. I assume you tie it all into your artwork now. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Mm -hmm. No, I think, um, no, you're not wrong. Um, I, um, I just, I'm all about like, you know, self exploration. I always have been, mm -hmm. um, that's probably why it bothered me like so much. Like when I was younger that I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. Um, amongst other things. And, um, I'm all about learning and whatnot. So anything that I can draw on, which I, I know I, I definitely draw on, you know, my experiences and, um, and, uh, you know, anything that I really can eat up, um, is probably like, definitely like where I go with my, with my art now. Um, my art's probably like all about like, I don't know. I mean, you've seen my stuff, but like, I, uh, it's, it's, it's figurative. Yes. Um, but I would, I, but it's emotional. At least I want someone to feel something like when they when they look at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, not everyone's gonna probably like it, even though horrible taste that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, right. no, I definitely I definitely draw on a lot of I definitely draw on a lot of. Do you use any of like pain, anything like? So what I um so I started off you know uh, with pencil, but my main love my weapon of choice is a spray can yeah okay yeah but do you use i'm sorry do you use uh like painful experiences oh pain, or pain. I paint. I yeah obviously do you use like, <laughs> do, like painful experiences or things that are personal to you to drive what you what you put like, out on the on the canvas um i think when i well what def yes actually when i started when i started drawing it was definitely, it was more on like the, um, it was more on the painful side, I would say. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and now it's, it's, uh, now it's not as much, but it's definitely like from within and, 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 and emotion, but there's actually a lot of my pieces, probably more, 
a lot of my pieces that I I have a lot of stuff that I haven't like I have a lot of stuff but I have that I haven't posted or or anything like that not for not that I don't think it's good or anything but I don't know it's like a piece of me it's personal yeah yeah whether or not anyone else is going to know where that came from mm -hmm. but um probably in the beginning my first few pieces that's definitely yeah, because most creative from. people use like painful experiences yeah and those kind of things to fuel them and to oh, kind yeah. of express themselves through this kind of art or whatever they're yeah. doing. Well, I actually like, I, I would say I am, I'm driven by my insecurities. So, so like I use, I definitely like use that mm -hmm. and I use it very well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and I've, Thankfully, I've been able to, you know, use that as a tool instead of it being crippled by it. Um, but I really have been been able to, and and that's all about that. That's where the art comes from. Absolutely. I think like there was a saying. There's something I. Um, oh, I think I, this was what's bad for my heart is good for my art. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, right there, right? Yeah, that, yeah. That says it all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Are you doing so? What's this big project we were talking about at the big, before we went on live? Um, oh, so I have a few things going right now. Um, I um, but like specifically like the one that we were talking about. So it's me downtown, which I'm like super excited about putting something downtown because like it's Cleveland and and that's like I want to leave my mark. I mean like. I want to mark up a lot more than that building, but like, you know, that's mm -hmm. where, you know, uh, downtown, at least that that'll start. And, um, it's a co-working space. So, you know, like how that, um, it's kind of, that's pretty trendy right now is a 17,000 square foot building. Wow. And I'm all about a challenge. It's probably like, that's when I do my best work is like when I'm under pressure and like when it's, when it's a lot. 17,000 square feet. Yeah. You're doing the entire like inner perimeter. So it's or three floors. Three floors. So the first floor, I um, is gonna be like a co. It's like the co-working space. So it'll have like mm -hmm. your cubicles and like whether you have, it's like a startup company or or whatnot. Right. And then the second floor, I know is what they're gonna have. There, there is gonna be the law office. And then the third floor, um, I know is like gonna be like one or two things. So I don't wanna say anything. That, right. 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 Whatever. Um, but. Oh, and the, like something else that's real so cool about the building, it's um, it has this uh, freight elevator that's like um, very like industrial, and it's gonna be like a floating conference room. No shit. Yeah. Floating conference room. Yeah. I don't. I'm trying to even wrap my head around what that even means. Well, I'll, I'll show you the picture. I'll show you the video. Like the conference room is actually just. So like, um, envision. So there's three floors, and it, it could go to whatever floor you would want, and uh -huh. it's going to be glass. So there's going to be like a lot of it's going to be a super o o like open space. Uh -huh. So whether or not be, there be like a table in there and like a few chairs. So depending on like um, you can like rent this, rent that space, and like uh, decide whether or not like if you need to split your time between like the second and the first floor, like you can use it that way. Um, so you could like. Like move the the thing oh, will yeah. we'll move down. Yeah, yeah, we were going up on. Wow, yeah, up and down that's on crazy. Today. So it's like a floating conference, like a up like and a, like, yeah. 
it's so cool. conference room that's really uh -huh. cool even oh, just shit. if you're not even like use actually using it just being like <laughs> in an elevator <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool yeah um so that's a hell of a project obviously yeah, uh, so you're obviously continuing to expand can I, I know that your website you're showing some paintings and showing some yeah. work so can people contract you to, if they want something how, how does that work oh yeah so I am um, right now I'm mainly I'm mainly I'm just commission based okay so um, yeah like what about a can... personal like someone personal like hey I want hey you know I, I had a loved one I lost and I want something on the tombstone too like are you doing that kind of work or is it oh, commercial yeah. work you are um, I definitely like um, bigger pieces have been my focus yeah um, as of late definitely um, but if anyone like like my you know appreciates my work enough like and then wants me to put something you know down that's you know on a canvas and more um, I don't know movable or whatever so you're willing to work with anybody yeah yeah I mean I definitely right now where I'm at um, I'm definitely I have more of a passion for the walls mm -hmm. um, but I don't want that to um, I w I'm not gonna let that like stop me from doing other things like special on, projects. Yeah, and stuff yeah. Like that. If someone yeah. were to come with me, I mean, if I'm if I feel a connection to it, like if I don't feel like feel it, then then I probably won't take it on. Right. Um, because then I then that would you know hinder like the quality. Sure, of course. Of the, of the piece, of course, like yeah. I I have to. Well, that I have to be passionate about about something that I'm doing because then I just it'll be too something. And people could contact you directly through the website. Directly through the website. Okay, broganasriel.com. Um, yeah. Okay. And I have my I have my email on there, Brogan at Brogan Asriel. Very um, nice. Then yeah. like um, I think I have my phone number on there. I'm not sure. No, you don't take people to the cemetery when when they consult with you, do they? Do you? Um, not everyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I think what you're doing is absolutely fascinating, and uh, if there's anything that I took from this tonight, honestly, is the biggest thing is is that you have found your calling. Yeah. I mean, you found your calling to like the T. Like there's yeah. there's not even like one degree left or one degree right. Like I, mean, I know you it's are love. spot on. Yeah. Like you have Definitely. it. You have found it. And if the rest of most people would love to just be able to find even a fraction of the way you found this thing. Yeah. I feel like most of us out there, we can't. I mean, we, we try to find like what's our true calling in life? Like where how do I feel that passion? I don't feel passion going doing a eight to five job for example or I don't feel passion uh, you know working at the uh, working at the store and then I'm driving or, like, who knows all these people do these different jobs right. even people that are attorneys and doctors and business people that might you not necessarily to, be their, their to passion. make sure you have to put yourself outside of your comfort zone for sure yeah even if it's just a little bit yeah yeah because there's no way that you can actually if, if you're looking for it and you haven't found it you're not going to find it doing the same thing you've been doing, obviously. Mm -hmm. But you have to put yourself out there, even just a little bit. It'll surprise you. You know what I mean? Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Broganasriel.com. We're going to link everything up. Thank you. And on uh, Instagram, right? Yep. Same thing. At Brogan Brogan Asriel. Asriel. Gotcha. Yep. Brogan Asriel. Oh, yeah. see, I said yeah. it the wrong way. Asriel. Okay. <laughs> Listen, hon, thank you so much for coming on. This was awesome. Yeah. We'll do it thank again. Thank you. Thank you. I love this. This, this was, was great. This was great. Than <laughs> more at ease than I was now you can enjoy the rest of your wine. So, <laughs> thanks, hon. This is awesome. Thank you, thank you, Nate. See you soon.